0: Welcome to another episode of From Worn to Well. My name is Crystal.
1: And I'm Tanya.
0: And we are continuing our journey of helping women to move from being worn out to becoming well and whole in the Lord. All right now, so
1: get ready for another episode from Worn to Well. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us for another episode from Worn to Well. I'm Tanya Coles. And I am Crystal Awkward. And I got to say, yay, my podcast partner is back for the month of February. <laughs> wow. I was in struggle mode with you being gone, but God still got the glory. Amen. And so we just thank you all for joining us um, for another episode. If you want to hear our past episodes, you can visit us on Anchor. We have our podcast on um, Google Podcasts. We have it on Spotify. Um, So those streaming um, applications will definitely give you access to hearing more from us so if you want to catch up it's not too late and so we are just going to hop in it's the month of february the month of L-O-B-E love but we are speaking to those who may have experienced a broken heart so let us open up in prayer and then we're going to hop right in so heavenly father we thank you on today for just another day we are going to rejoice no matter how we're feeling, no matter what uh, a state our heart is in, we're going to rejoice because this is the day that the Lord has made and we are going to rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. And so we thank you heavenly father for an opportunity to um, encourage those who are listening on today. It is not us. It is not our, our might, our will that we're doing this in, but we're doing this, um, by being led by the Holy Spirit. So Father, have your way. We thank you for this time and this space. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. All right. So for today's scripture, we're going to be focusing on Psalms chapter 34 and verse 18. Okay, And that reads, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And so I also wanted to read the Passion Translation, which reads, The Lord is close to all whose hearts are crushed by pain, mm. and he is always ready to restore the repentant one. Mm. Now, Of course, like I said, this comes, this scripture is in Psalms chapter 34. But I want to actually encourage you to read that entire chapter um as well because that song was written by king david and during the time when he actually fled from king saul who was trying to kill him and so that uh what that happened you can read that in first samuel chapter 20 you can get some background as far as understanding why um he put those words in that song
1: Amen. Amen. You know what? When I think about David, really, if you wanted to enter into a character study, especially if you are experiencing um, family issues or issues with the Um, hurting being hurt by someone or broken heart um david is almost like the the mainstay character for that we have of course jesus knows all of human emotions but i just highly recommend uh, a study of david he went through so Mm -hmm. um and so Psalm 34 is amazing. He wrote a lot of the different Psalms as well. He goes through all of the emotion. So he is just a great character to uh, study from the word of God. I don't say character as a fictional character. He was very real, but just someone um, to take some time exploring. But nonetheless, yeah. so we thank God that he is close to the brokenhearted. Um, He saves those who are crushed in spirit, and he always is ready to restore us. Um, And so we just absolutely thank God for that, for that truth. And so we always kind of have a question that we have taken some time to consider. Um, So today's question, so I may be dating myself, I'm really not. but (laughs) i am (laughs) i enjoy the music from like the 70s and so as we were preparing to deliver this word this song just kept playing in my head it's al green who's now pastor Uh, but (laughs) this was his pre-pastor days and he has a song that um, is titled how can you mend a broken heart or how do you mend a broken heart but anyways, what I asked Crystal and I to consider is what ways have we attempted to mend our broken heart Um, we trying to think I mean I you know we we of course are going to uh, connect ourselves with the Lord and he's gonna be the ultimate answer but we all have our our BC days, before Christ. <laughs> Our before yes, Christ days. Uh, or look, if we can really be extremely transparent, these are some moments happened while we have been in love with Christ so, mm-hmm. um, as well. So Crystal, in what, maybe what way have you tried to mend a broken heart? Um, food.
0: <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Look, let's just keep it real. Food, yes. um, trying to just distract yourself from the pain, mm. doing any, any and everything, all the things, mm. you know, like food, um, hanging out with people, um, mm. like watching TV, binging Netflix, mm-hmm. things like that. I know mm-hmm. that that's how I've things that I've done, or try mm-hmm. to just keep myself distracted by stuff in order so that I can you know heal and mend my broken heart. Mm. Oh yes, I
1: can connect to all of that. One way that I have absolutely tried to mend a broken heart is letting my mind run rampant, which is a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. Um because you start feeling emotions and getting mad, getting sad and you it, it, it's just based off of scenarios that you created in your head. So, <laughs> I have um, thought about ways if I see this person in the streets, I'm gonna walk up to them and fuss them out. And rah, 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 rah. <laughs> All in my head now. I'm I'm angry. I'm angry, and I did it to myself. So I think that definitely, when you say like distractions, like absolutely, and I do that. I have done that, um, too many times to count. Um, when just not taking control and reign of those thoughts and submitting them to the Lord, I mm-hmm. opted not to do that. I just let it go. Um, and I've responded out of that too, as well. You know, sending text messages, I should making calls, I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So, I definitely can understand that. And we don't have to be ashamed, we all have had those thoughts. Um, we have all had those moments where you're like, I'm gonna take it upon myself to mend my broken heart. Yeah. Um, and so, one thing we have to remember as we consider the, um, the I I will say ideal concept of a broken heart, but one truth about our heart is this: is where life flows. Our yes. you know Proverbs chapter four verse twenty three tells us that our heart is from where everything we do flows. Um, this is why you'll see in other scriptures you have to guard your heart because it's just this very vulnerable and very sensitive. Um, organ that we have in the natural, but also in the supernatural as well. And so when our hearts are broken, amen, that flow is disrupted. Right. Life begins Mm -hmm. to look confused. Right. Just like Crystal and I have mentioned, we we begin to um, engage in habits that we shouldn't um, take things to an excessive level, kind of be reckless if we can really just be transparent. Mm -hmm. And so with a with a broken heart, we don't operate in authenticity and truth. We we will uh, subscribe to a lie. Right. So with a broken heart, we may say I deserved it. Or we may say, um, he's trash. You know, come on ladies, let's let's be mm-hmm. transparent, okay? Um, we'll dog him out, whatever. Um, we begin to think the world, just people are just evil and downright nasty. So we're not operating in truth and authenticity. We're operating from a broken heart. The flow has now gone, not in just this one easy direction. It's now split up and broken up and there's confusion in our hearts. And then our hearts, is the very field in which the seeds that come from the word of God are planted, right? This is why if you look in um, scriptures, if you look in specifically the, the gospel of Matthew, um, for sure, I believe Mark and Luke as well, it tells us that seeds planted in good ground will sprout just these bountiful fields of, of good fruit, that good Holy Spirit filled fruit. Um, but if our fields are affected, then those seeds are falling into thorny places. They're mm. falling into weed filled places. Um, think of your heart as a planting field, right? And if it's broken and then you're trying to plant it's chances are, you're not going to see any fruits being born, um, in your life and from your heart, um, And it's contaminating that flow that flows from our heart. So um, we have to be um, intentional about how do
0: we mend a broken heart? Um, Amen. Amen. And then when you actually think about a broken heart, um, just want to give some, really just explain that term. Because normally when you think about having a broken heart, you're the first thing that comes to mind is um, having the loss of like a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. But that word broken heart, it also refers to disappointment, being heavy hearted, grieved. And it's also includes um, like the loss of someone that you love or a thing. And it can also be, mean being depressed. Mm-hmm. And some examples of being broken, having a broken heart, Actually includes having like a loss of promotion of um, losing your home due to a natural disaster, being betrayed, having unmet expectations, or it could also be something as where your child is actually going down the wrong path where that will actually break your heart and it will disappoint you as well. And that one thing I've learned is that when we experience a broken heart, yes, y'all, it hurts because Mm -hmm. this is an emotional wound that Mm -hmm. hurts more than having like a scraped knee or a broken bone. Now, y'all, I've had plenty of scraped knees in my lifetime (laughs) growing up as a child. I was like a little bit clumsy, (laughs) y'all, but I've never I've actually never had a broken bone in my body. But I do know that those emotional scars, those emotional wounds, they, if left untreated, if we don't take the time for them to get healed, they hurt longer. We feel the effects of it longer than if we were to have a physical wound that if we treat can be healed. Mm. And so one thing that I've, I've noticed that Because um, how that scripture says that that God is close to or near to the brokenhearted, that God actually wants us to know that when we do have a broken heart, that he is right there with us. Yes, he is sitting in heaven, but his presence, he is omnipresent, that he is right where we are and he actually wants to help us with what we are going through as well. Amen. Indeed. And we just and, and that's important
1: to remember. That's important to cling to. You know, sometimes as just humans, we have a um, unfortunate um, thing we do. I can't think of a, a more fancier word than thing. It's a thing we do, right? So we <laughs> we play our broken heart scenarios over and over again in our head. And I thank Crystal for just breaking that down. This is um, more than just the romantic type of situation. Um, Just like you you shared, Crystal, it is about... um, disappointment it is about those unmet expectations it is about losing a home or, or losing a job or losing a promotion or going for that job and you didn't get it um broken hearts manifest in very different ways and so it's important to remember um that in no matter what scenario just like crystal shared no matter what scenario pre- is presented before us we have to cling to the father because he's already sitting there beside you right so it's like the lord is on one side. You got Netflix, Food, Crazy Thoughts, uh, music, uh, rational decisions on the other side of you. And we sometimes go to those those, those other things that are not of the Lord, but he is close and near to us. Um, and he doesn't despise our broken heart. So whether your broken heart is over with something you may consider trivial, God forbid, absolutely not. No, no, he cares about mm-hmm. you and he is here to give you comfort. He is there to hug on you. He is there to love on you. And so we want you to know that whatever, even if it's, can we be transparent? Even if your broken heart is over, is um, has been done based off a decision you shouldn't have made in the first place. Because mm-hmm. we all have been there choosing things and people that we already knew all the red flags, all the warning signs went up. But we said we're going to try because of X, Y, and Z. We all have our reasons why we try. But the Lord says, I'm not going to despise your broken heart. I'm not going to despise that hurt spirit. No, quite the contrary. If you present that to me, I have something greater for you. And so um, it takes me um, to a scripture as as we were preparing and just discussing this topic. I say, well, Lord, why are you why are you bringing forth this scripture? So I'm gonna read. It's just one verse. Um, it's out of First Samuel chapter 16, verse one. Um, and so this is um, the Lord speaking to um, Samuel, who has been um, kind of used to just God and, and prophesy. Um, to the children of of Israel um, and specifically he he um, he ministered or prophesied to to Saul and Saul went astray and this is where we have David coming into play so just to kind of give you a little backstory but we always will encourage you to go and read this chapter for yourself so the Lord said to Samuel how long are you going to mourn for Saul since I have rejected him as king over Israel Fill your horn with oil and go. I'm sending to you Jesse of Bethlehem because I have selected for myself a king from his sons. And so this is what is on the other side of, right? So the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He is not despising your broken heart. He is not despising that broken spirit, but he's sitting there, right? He's gonna, because what is awaiting you is something better. Just with Saul, right? Saul was gone. He went astray. He was a lost cause. But the Lord said, look, Samuel, let's wipe, let's wipe our faces. Here's some love. He's some encouragement, and he gave him guidance. Now go forth, because the son of Jesse of Bethlehem is David, and we know that Jesus came through David's line. Mm -hmm. Amen. And so, um, the greatest Savior of the world is waiting, awaiting us. But you got to get over Saul. You got to go see Jesse, and you got to go holler at David. And so, that's what the Lord does when He's close to us. He's giving us comfort. He's letting us know it's going to be all right. But he's letting us know that this morning is for a season because we have to go and obtain God's best prize. And it's not going to be on that other side with the irrational decisions and the binging and the Netflix and the et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No, it's when we cling to the Father and we choose to allow Him to comfort and to mend us because He has something greater on the other side. Amen. And so we mm-hmm. have to be ready to choose better um, over bitter, We have to choose that deliverance, over dwelling and what could have been, what should have been. If I wanted to do this, then this wouldn't happen. If I wanted to did that, then that wouldn't happen. We have to choose freedom over fear and we have to choose and pursue life by clinging to the life giver, which is our Lord God. So we just Amen. want you to be encouraged um, that this morning Whatever the loss is, it's only before a season. But I guarantee you, if you cling to the father, he has something greater awaiting you.
0: Amen. He certainly does. And I just want to continue on um, just to continue, just to encourage everybody that can hear us right now, just to let God comfort you. You know, like we said, talked about at the top of um, our podcast, just things that we do that to For ourselves to mend our broken heart. Like when we do have a broken heart, we are going to be tempted to turn to unhealthy relationships, toxic relationships we can be tempted to turn to food that was something that i did um mm-hmm. we can be tempted to turn to netflix drugs sex mm-hmm. or anything it could be anything mm-hmm. that just so we can just numb that pain mm-hmm. and fill fill the void of the loss and what god has just been just revealing things to me is that these are just temporary fixes that God, he actually promises <laughs> to comfort us through literally his presence. And Thank that he said that he is close to the brokenhearted. And while I was just preparing, God actually led me to Second Corinthians verse, uh, chapter 1. And I'm just going to go over verse 3 through just that first part of verse 4. And so mm-hmm. this actually reads that all praises belong Thank to the God Lord and father God. of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Yes. For he is the father of tender mercy Thank you, Lord God. and the God of endless comfort. He yes. always mm. comes alongside us to comfort us in our suffering Thank you. In, in every suffering excuse me and when you see that word every it and mm-hmm. with every suffering it includes having a broken heart Amen. because sometimes we may not think that when we think about suffering we may think that oh it's because of I'm dealing with a a literal physical illness. You may think I'm suffering because of something mentally. I have a mental Mm. disorder going on, or I'm suffering because of somebody's like abusing me or attacking me. Mm. No, this suffering, it's every God wants to comfort us.
1: Thank you, Lord.
0: In every single suffering, every single thing we go through, especially having a broken heart thank you Lord
1: thank you Lord the word that stuck out
0: um in
1: that scripture um uh, it's endless mm-hmm. endless comfort thank you thank you Lord god and that's just such a powerful um word and when we're talking about this this concept of of comfort um just I go back to the the character study of of David and and how just his um his story and the word of God is so has it's full, filled with so many different nuggets, but he is a perfect example of endless comfort. I think he cried. The Lord said, All right, you done? All right, here goes some love. Now go back out and fight this battle. <laughs> you crying again. Well, this is your fault this time, David. Okay, I love you. Go back out and, and fight this battle. So you know, it's, so I don't care how many times you have a broken heart. Whatever the situation may be, whether it was just you know, I don't want to say just life, because you know what, guys, the Lord can use a multitude of things to draw us closer to Him. Um, so it's important for us to know that there is nothing that's happenstance. Now, like I said, sometimes it's the decisions we make, and then sometimes it's just the ordering of the steps. Um, but ultimately, what it does is that it's designed to draw us back to the Father. Mm-hmm. So, endless comfort awaits you if you choose the Lord over just the temporary fixes that crystal referred to um so you i hear you i hear you saying Tanya, all right i hear you all right the lord is good he's close to the broken heart i'm up here crying toe up and flow up you know crystal talking about endless comfort you talking about get over it <laughs> get over it so how do we do that transparency all right mm-hmm. so um, right I know women as women we're not supposed to be you know whatever we super women apparently if you look at some people um, you know we we supposed to you know we gotta cry and get over we gotta do when we gotta be built for tough you know all that mambo jumbo that's all a mess be transparent because guess what um, the Lord already knows your state <laughs> he already knows that you are a wreck on the inside to this situation, I don't care. I don't care what the reason is. If it's something you caused, or if it's something that just happened, um, ultimately t- it's time for transparency. Don't be afraid to say that you're hurt, hey Amen. But but we gotta go to the right person and admit that so, no, you don't have to call the ex up and say, um, I'm hurt, you hurt me, you broke my heart. You don't have to call the boss up that that denied the promotion, I'm hurt, right? We, that's when we go back and choose the father. This is the first step in that restorative process, that healing process, is honesty. You are hurt, right? Your heart is broken, Right? And so be honest with the father. That endless comfort is awaiting you if you just choose to be transparent and lay it all out on the altar is that I'm hurt. And we also encourage you to guard your heart, right? So even if it's in this broken state, the heart is already just this sensitive um, organ in our body is already this sensitive, willing to be pricked and poked by any and everything. It's already that. But when we recognize that I am I am disappointed, I am hurt, I am brokenhearted, we got to put our protective barrier around that sensitive uh, tool that we have within us, amen, because you're going to be vulnerable, right? And so just going back to those um, vices that we all have used. Um, right, you'll be tempted to go back to those vices, and in your mind, they're like, "Yes, this, this, um, sh- this show on Netflix is gonna help me mend my broken heart." You know, this sad love song is gonna help mend my broken heart, and that is so far from the truth. So we're telling you right now, turn off Netflix. Turn off the sad love songs. Um, get away from the friends that say, girl, you need to do. If I was you, I would, right? Those are not the best um, avenues for you, right? So guard your heart, right? Put that protective factor around your heart and journal. Minister to your heart with scripture. Sing praise and worship songs. Spend time in prayer. Connect with those who are going to draw you back to the Father. You know, when you look at your friend group, if nine of them are telling you, girl, if I was you, I would do this, I would do that, I would da-da-da-da-da, you need to drop them nine. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because the one, the one who tells you, girl, let's pray girl you know you need to get into your prayer closet hey, girl i just got you that one to the dollar for got you this journal this pack of pants you need to cry out to the lord um that is the friends who need to call with a broken heart not your homegirls we appreciate the homegirls with some slash tires for us i mean come on now we we we, we appreciate that <laughs> but <laughs> we need the friend who is going to send us those scriptures when we're crying our eyes out. We need the girlfriend who's going to say, girl, read this Bible plan. It's awesome. That's the friends we need to call. So guarding your heart in this season of restoration is of utmost importance. Um, And so we just encourage you to be transparent,
0: to guard your
1: heart and to run to the Father.
0: Amen. Amen. And not only that, something that I was... Just thinking about as I was preparing that when we are broken hearted, we can have a tendency to isolate ourselves from not from people and even God. For example, um, just how if we mm. go back to that scripture, you know, our key scripture, how God, the Lord, is close to the broken hearted, and how um, how the Passion Translation says that He is always ready to restore the repentant one. And when you think about being repentant in order for you to be repentant, that means you have had to sin. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And when you sin, Mm -hmm. that actually creates a wall, a barrier between Mm -hmm. you and God. In order for you to get right with God, get back in his right standing and in his presence, you have to repent, meaning you have to turn away and renounce what you did. And that when you do that, that there are times where based on your sin for example so if you do something you say Lord I ain't never doing that again Mm -hmm. (laughs) you Uh know just always know that (laughs) that Satan was a. I bet I got her this time with this Mm -hmm. I'm about to get her again but I'm gonna give it to her in a different color I'm gonna give it to her with a different smell but it's gonna be the same thing to try to knock her off That, Mm -hmm. that and so that when that temptation comes we can end up slipping and getting into sin doing that same thing that mm. we said we were not going to do and when we do that when we do sin because y'all I've done that before can we keep it real up in here today I've mm. I've been in that situation saying God I ain't gonna do this no more I ain't gonna do that no more <laughs> but have somebody come? have somebody come mm. and try to regulate and try to tell me what to do and try to be disrespectful mm-hmm. and try to tell me where I can go and using mm-hmm. all these full letter words you know, that nice, calm crystal. Hey, Come I might have to be up in my flesh, you know, with that. Come but we have to remember that when we do mess up in those times where we do sin, when we do repent and when we truly repent, y'all, yeah. that God is, He's always ready to forgive us. But when, when we do um, sin, that that's where that, when we feel guilty, that's where that conviction comes in, mm-hmm. which is healthy. That's a good thing. That's Holy Spirit saying, knocking on us, tapping us on the shoulder. Hey, hey, hey baby girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> you done yes. messed up and I'm going to need you to get it right. Yes. So when we do repent and when God forgives us, Satan is always going to be right there around the corner with yes. that guilt, mm. with that shame. Mm -hmm. making us feel like, God, how can I get close to God? I done messed up. How is God going to love me? How is God for real, for real going to forgive me? I said, I wasn't going to do this. I said, I wasn't going to do that, but here I am again. Mm -hmm. And when that guilt and that shame comes in, y'all, that is not, that's directly from the pit of hell Mm -hmm. because, and that's where that fear comes in. When we feel guilty, when we feel ashamed, of what we did, but mm-hmm. God says his love covers over a multitude of sins, Thank all God. the sin. He will cover Thank it. But you. when we sin, when we repent, when that happens, like I said, that's where we can we can isolate ourselves yes. from God. Just think about Adam and Eve. When they sinned, when they added, Eve went on and ate that apple or, or fruit, we don't know what it was, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know. Look, it could have been a pear. We, <laughs> we don't know. But when they sinned, they covered mm-hmm. themselves up. They tried to hide from God Mm -hmm. as if he didn't know where they where they were. And Uh just like Adam and Eve did that, we have that same tendency to try to hide ourselves from God when we experience that guilt and shame. And when Mm -hmm. this happens, I just want to encourage you, don't isolate yourself from God. That's right. I want to say that again. Do not isolate yourself from God. You need to allow God to get close to you. And like my sister already said, some ways of how we can do it. I'm just going to repeat some things again. We get close to God and we allow him to get close to us Mm -hmm. when we pray. Mm -hmm. Because praying, all that is, is having a conversation with God. You speak to God and he speaks to you. That's Just like when you could f- get on the phone or get somebody, you know, in person, or you texting somebody mm-hmm. and you, they, you texting them, they texting you back. It's the same. That's all a prayer is. Mm-hmm. And not only that, we don't ice, we stop isolating or we can get closer to God. When we pray, when we get in the word, when we mm-hmm. get in the word, that is God literally speaking to us. Yes. And we also can get close to God when we fast, when we deny yeah. our flesh things. Look, y'all, when we do that, we can hear very clearly. When we start denying our flesh, when we say flesh, you gonna have to go somewhere and sit down, mm-hmm. shut up, stomach. Shut- I ain't, Look, I'm trying to hear from God. Mm-hmm. You know, when we do that, we can hear God clearer. Yes. Yeah. When we take away that food, when we take away those those desires that 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 mm-hmm. uh, what, things that what our flesh, our body craves, food, mm-hmm. y'all. But when we take it away, when we make our flesh submit to mm-hmm. us, that's, right. <laughs> that's when we can hear from God as well, and we also get close to God through praise and worship mm-hmm. as well, because we have to remember these are things that we need to do. Mm-hmm. That's nothing that says, all right, we need to pray. No. We need to read our Bible. Mm-hmm. We need to fast. Mm-hmm. We need to do the praise and worship because we have to remember, ladies, that God is a gentleman. Yes, he is. He is not going to force himself on us, mm-hmm. he's not going to force himself to be near us. Yes, that is his heart. Mm-hmm. But we have to want him to yes, be yes. with us. How the scripture even says that in Psalms 145 and verse 18, that God draws near to those who draw near to him, Mm -hmm. that we have to take that step forward. We have to take a step. And like I said, that when we take steps, that's that faith, that action word. Mm -hmm. We have to pray. We have to read our Bible. We have to right. fast. We have to praise. We have to worship. That's right. And that's when right. we do those things, that's when God will come close to us. And I know that, yes, God is sitting up in heaven, y'all. Mm-hmm. I already said, you know, the earth is the Lord and the, the earth is God's footstool. So he's sitting up in his throne. <laughs> that's right. And he got his feet propped up on the earth. But he he is always here with us as well. Like Thank I said, he is God. omnipresent. And Thank when we do God. those things for God, you know, we have to have that faith. Yes, like Thank I said, when we Lord. sin, when we have that guilt and we shame, that shame, when we are dealing with heartbreak, not just because of what we do, but because of what somebody else does. When we Thank do God. take those steps, God, I, it can feel as if God's presence is not near us it can literally feel like we are all alone even if we are in a stadium full of people we can Mm -hmm. still feel alone Mm -hmm. but when we take those steps when we fast when we pray when we get in our word, when we praise God when we worship him he says that he's going to draw closer to us and not Mm -hmm. only that he will make his presence known and Mm -hmm. felt by we can feel him Yes. Yeah. because no we can't see god you know like i can see my phone i can literally touch it's something tangible mm-hmm. we got to remember that god is spirit yeah no we can't see him
1: Yes,
0: but when we are genuinely when we are it's sincere it's saying god When we cry out to him because we are his children, just Mm -hmm. like when we were children, when we cried out to our parents or whoever was there with us at that time, if they were in another room and we cried out to them, they would come running to get Mm -hmm. near to us, to find out, to comfort us, to kiss that boo-boo, to give us a hug and tell us that everything is going to be okay. God Mm -hmm. does the same thing. Like I said, no, we can't see him. No, we can't physically touch him. But God will make his presence known to us. But yes. we have to do that first things first. Yes. We have to pray. We yes. got to get in that word. We got to fast. We got to praise. We got to worship him. That's yes, right. So just remember that as you draw near to God, he is near, he is near to the brokenhearted, but he would come in a little bit closer to hug you yes. if you yes. do first things first which is taking that step of faith Mm -hmm. to get closer to him.
1: Amen, amen, and amen. And I just thank God for his his presence in every situation. And as he is present, as he is there giving comfort, he's going to provide us with that plan and and purpose. See, this, this broken heart, this experience, isn't just a happenstance. I said that earlier and I want to reiterate it because sometimes whether it's, as, as we discussed, sometimes it's on our decision-making as to why our heart is broken. Other times it's just the course of the order of the steps that we're walking in. But what it always does is that it has a plan and a purpose um, in our lives right these moments these tests these trials these sufferings are 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 going to build up our faith we learn the lord a little bit better when we hurt you know it's nice you can get to get well acquainted think about some of the, your personal relationships right um you know, you and, you know, you and your your child, right, May you know, baby, cute, pooping, you know, crying, you know, all, all the cuteness, right? But then when that little person started to talk and move and run and jump, you know, you get to know them on a different level. And it takes your relationship to a different Age, so as they develop as a little one, you're developing as a mommy, you're developing as a daddy, as a caregiver. The same goes with our relationships with the Lord, amen. We first get saved, we all like just in love with Jesus, you know, we cool, we singing all the songs, joining all the ministries. But then, when we get when we experience that brokenness, that heart, that hurt, that suffering, that God's suffering is promised. So that's why I say it. sometimes it's our decision making why we got a broken heart, but sometimes that's just the order of the steps because the Lord did not say we would be a suffer less. No, He said that we will suffer while we're here. So a broken heart is just par for the course in our lives, especially as believers. I hate to tell you that if you ain't had a broken heart yet, just keep on living, baby. You're gonna get one, but What we can have in that um, is that, like I said, I love endless comfort. Um, We get to know the Lord on another level. We, We are moving, right? We're moving from that one stage of faith to that next stage of faith. Now we got a testimony. About not only what we went through. But how the Lord brought us through. Amen. And so you learn how he has purposed and willed you. For a time such as this. When you are finished with this broken heart season your prepared heart will be evidence that you're more than a conqueror that you are overcomer amen when you you're gonna know that you're restored from your broken heart when you tell that story from a place of victory and not victimhood amen and so you're not gonna be bitter towards the ex you're not gonna be mad at the job you're not gonna be um um, mad at the world because this natural disaster lost your home no no quite the contrary you're going to learn about what you need um in in a, in a romantic partner you're going to learn about what the lord has destined you to do as far as your career you're going to be even more thankful for your new home that's created amen because you're, you're not going to worship a home you're going to work you're going to worship the lord who has blessed you with the new home so you're going to move to a greater place in your life because you're going to have a greater revelation but we have to start with letting the lord do his work in us um once again back at david with his uh, uh interest himself so as i was kind of thinking of this section of the podcast i thought about um David. So very short story. Go read second Samuel um, chapter 12 if you want to get all the intricate details. But I'm going to give you short and sweet. David saw this woman, Bathsheba. She up in her bathtub across the street. He like, oh, she looked real good. All right. So he already plotting a scheme and scheming, sent her husband out to the war. He got killed, right? Um, he was like, Okay, I got her husband killed. Now I can holler at Bathsheba. Bathsheba and him get together, they have a baby. Lord said I saw what you did. And so he was like this is your consequence, right? This baby going to get sick and this baby going to die. And so David he cried, he prayed, he fasted. He just all in his, you know, you know, got his ashes on his forehead. He just he just uh, in mourning season, right? The baby died. He washes his face, he gets up, he moves on. And so his servants come and they say, "Well, what's going on, David? You was all tore up, Why a baby sick, but now you just all together." You know what? David reached an elevation in his faith, and this was the Lord revealed, right? He said, "I try." You know, I was hoping that the Lord would right, and I think we've been there, right? When you know this, is like a relationship is going on the fritz, you're hopeful. Right, you're hopeful that the Lord is going to restore that relationship. David was hopeful that he, the Lord was going to restore that baby. I I I hope that the Lord do it. Right. And he saw the Lord didn't do it. He said, Well, now that time is over. I tried, I cried, I fasted, I prayed, I, I turned my face to the wall. I repented for what I did with Bathsheba. It's time to move on. And his, his faith, his love for the Lord, his his. His hope had reached a pinnacle level because he said, I know if the Lord would, could do it, he would have did it, but he chose not to do it. He's still God almighty. He's still ruling reign. He's still at, um, present in every trial and every suffering. But guess what? I have to move on now. And so my encouragement to you all is, yes, have your season of crying, of praying, of fasting. Please repent. Um, but then guess what? You got to move forward. Why? Because you're going to come out of that fiery moment. That was a fiery moment for David. You have your fiery moment. You're going to come out of that fire refined. You're going to come out of that fire a victor. You're going to come out of that fire um, an overcomer, a more than a conqueror. Amen. You're going to come out that fire better and deeper in love with the Lord that you ever could imagine. So that's what that, that's what's waiting for you on the other side of brokenheartedness. Amen. It's tough. I know. We did with you, sister. We cried too. We pray to, we fast to, we had to repent as well. And so, but now it is time to move forward because there is a greater plan and purpose um, for your life. It is not um, an easy process, but it, it, God is with you every step of the way. And I promise you, you're going to come out better than you ever have
0: before. Amen. Amen. And so I was just thinking that having a broken heart and actually going through that healing process one thing I know I've learned for myself is that it's not fun Mm. and it's not easy no it's not girl look (laughs) it's but what I've learned is that it is possible thank you lord god and one thing I want you all to keep in mind is this the scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 1 verse 4. I'm going to go over that but I actually want to encourage you to read verses 3 through 11 which it's just talking about how God offers comfort to everybody. Um, but I just want to just lift up verse I know I've read part of it, but I want to read the whole thing now. And it reads that he, referring to God, always comes alongside us to comfort us in every suffering, so that we can come along though alongside those who are in any painful trial. We can bring them this same comfort that God has poured out. Upon us. And so while I was just going through that. That that is a scripture. That's like near and dear to my heart. And that revelation that God has given us. Given me. Is that what we're going through. The heartbreak. The heartache. The pain that we have already dealt with. And things that we may be going through now. It's not even about us. Nope, what all. we're going through is literally so that God can help us be more sensitive and to be aware of the people that God is going to bring into our lives, either while we're going through or even later on down the road, so that we can comfort and encourage them through their pain. Mm-hmm. So, I want you all to keep that in mind. Yes. When we go through things, we can feel as if we are the only one ever Mm. in the history of this world that has ever (laughs) experienced anything and everything. But God allows us to go through things so that when when your sister comes along that's Mm. dealing with either the same or something similar that you're dealing with or Mm. have dealt with, then you can be like, girl, let me tell you. Amen. I've been through that. This is what I did. This is how God brought me through. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage you that if God did it for me, he can, he totally. can do it for you. Yes, Lord. So you. I pray that that really does encourage you because there was a time where I didn't believe that I could be healed of certain things. Mm-hmm. So that, that's where when you we share our story, When we share our testimony, when we are, when we let go of that guilt, when we let go of that shame of what Mm. we have gone through. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. When we let it go. Amen. Thank you, Lord. God God. will help us.
1: Yes, He will.
0: Yes, Mm. He's going to remind us of the pain we have endured. Yes. Not so that we can replay it in our minds so mm. we can be like that broken record. When we that, That's where we become bitter, when we become set, when we, we can't mm. move past things. But God will allow us to remember, be reminded of certain things mm. so that Holy Spirit can bring things to our remembrance of what we went through so that we can encourage someone else. Thank Lord. And I say that because I actually dealt with um, I know I've said it before, but I am divorced mm-hmm. and i di- divorced because of the infidelity that was going on because of my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, that hurt. There were times where I didn't think that I could get over that pain, mm-hmm. you know, but God healed me of what he did. Mm-hmm. But it took me a long time, even through last year, y'all. And we can be, just have a real moment mm. and just so we can sit in this because your healing process to one person, it's going to look different to somebody else. Mm. Time, that, 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 that time period, it, it's different. Somebody mm. might get over it, something like that in a year. For me, it took 12 years for me to get over, mm. not what he did, mm-hmm. but the guilt and the shame that I experienced. Mm. Because I didn't want, I, I, because of the circumstances of why I got into that relationship and then got into that marriage, I should not have gotten into that. I should not have entertained him mm. because honestly, y'all, he was a trap. He was mm. a, 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 a trap from the enemy. Satan had him on assignment to destroy me and to destroy my future. I knew it. I ignored the red flags. I ignored the neon signs. I ignored the sirens blaring. (laughs) If we could just be real, you know what I'm saying? I ignored all of the warning signs. And I got entangled into sin. I got entangled into being there. I got entangled into that wanting to be in a relationship and being in a marriage. And I turned my back on God. He tried to warn me, but I didn't listen. And so I experienced because of what I, because what, I got into sin, I got into that marriage. Then I experienced that infidelity. Mm-hmm. And because of that, like I said, it took me a long time to forgive myself. Yeah, I forgave my ex-husband. But it took me a long time to forgive because I felt guilty and I felt shame. I felt the repercussions. But God was like, Crystal, I've already forgiven you. Why are you still holding this against yourself? Mm. How God had to remind me that, Crystal, you are human. Yes, you are spirit. Your spirit is perfect. But you are still in this fallen world. You are still a human. You still make mistakes. God had to remind, my, remind me to have compassion on myself because I was holding myself in bondage because I was like, if I had only listened, if mm. I had only did this, if I had only did that, I would not have ended up in mm. that situation. Jesus. And so I pray that this encourages anybody who's listening. Yes, we're going to make mistakes. Yes, we're going to have broken hearts because of other people but we are also going to disappoint ourselves as well. Yes. And like, I know I've already talked about that, but when that does happen, just know that God, when you come to God with a repentant heart, when you are for real, for real, when you are sorry, when you are truly sorry for hurting God's heart, because when we sin, we hurt, we disappoint God Mm -hmm. and that hurts, hurts Mm -hmm. us. It hurts him, hurts us. But when God, when you come Before God and you repent and you turn away from it. And when you renounce it, because I renounced it, Mm y'all, you know, I turned away from that. But we still have to make sure that we forgive ourselves, that we let go of that shame and we let go of that guilt. And so that when we do, y'all listen, when I when I did that, and this is last year in 2021, y'all. That when I did, I was able to experience God's love on another level. When we do that, we are experience, We are able to feel God's presence. Like I said, that when we do, when we get into the world, when we pray, when we were for real, for real, when we fast from things, when God tells us, when, we, he, when he reveals things that we need to let go of, mm-hmm. that's when he gets closer to us, we experience not only his presence, but we experience the love of his healing power within us as God takes things away as God puts more of his character in us as he helps us as he comforts us that's when we are able to experience not only his presence but the fullness of his joy through his love as well so Mm -hmm. I pray that that encourages you as well absolutely
1: I know my heart is encouraged just by the testimony um and I, and as you were speaking i was reminded that um our broken hearts is the typically the birthplace of our ministries. each yes. and every listener on this for this podcast has a ministry in your belly <laughs> amen <laughs> there is a ministry present and so we all have our ministries that we have been uh, purpose and preordained and, and predestined to, to birth in our testimonies. Amen. Our uh, The birthplace are, is frequently found in our broken heart moments. Amen. As you move forward in, the, in being healed and being delivered and in being set free and, and telling your story, transitioning from that victim to that victor, it is where the, our ministries are birthed. And so I would love for Crystal to use this time to share about her amazing ministry.
0: Because
1: <laughs> it's a perfect fit for um, this topic this month.
0: Yes. So, well, God had placed it in my heart, really, when I was like a teenager, I always wanted to do something with women and children. But I know recently through what, you know, of course, I was like, God, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know what to do, what to do, what to do. <laughs> Can I just keep it real? You yeah. know, all right, I'm, women and children, women and children, God, but I don't know, God. I don't
1: know God. <laughs> but not That's funny.
0: Through what I've gone through with my um, divorce, God has actually just placed it on my heart to um, just start a ministry. It's like a ministry business, really, um, called Sassy Fit Moms. Um, Sassy Fit Moms. And you all can find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And it's just a, what I do, I just help moms really just to love themselves unapologetically and to heal through self-care um that's self-care that's when you get in right get your relationship with god making sure you take care of yourself physically eat right um sleep go on to sleep so you can get your beauty sleep you know and exercise as well um so that and that through that process and you know also making sure you enjoy life spending time with people who actually care for you for real for real (laughs) <laughs> and genuinely love you through that process of making sure that you are intentional with self-care, that's where God will actually heal and heal not only that broken heart, but God will teach us, you know, will teach us how to love ourselves unapologetically. Because when we deal with divorce, not only people who've been divorced, but also single moms who are dealing who dealt with breakups that can leave scars on us. That can leave wounds. That can make us feel like, feel worthless. But how could that person just step out? They said they love me, but they just stepped out and they just left me, like left, left me. You know, mm-hmm. that can really affect our identity who God has created us to be down to our core. And so that's what I'm gonna be really just focusing on that um, just helping divorced and single moms as well who are dealing with not only divorce but also breakup as well. Um, so definitely uh, check check me out. Like I said, sassy fat moms. I also do Zumba, so we can you know get in that physical you know workout that can heal us. You know how God says that the Word of God says that um, medicine that laughter is good is medicine for the soul. So, you know, if you work out, you start feeling good, you start laughing more, the depression starts lifting. All of this is, you know, just tied together. Um, So definitely check me out. Check me out (laughs) (laughs) online as I'm also going to be launching a coaching, my signature coaching program as well. And so right now I have a deep dive survey if you go to my instagram page Mm -hmm. that you can go ahead and just click on that link and just take us like a five minute survey just so i can get deep down to some issues and challenges that single moms who've experienced divorce and breakup that they're there whatever challenges that you all are dealing with so that i can make sure that i am really just being a being a light and so that God can amen. use me to focus and assist you with your specific challenge.
1: Amen, amen. And we just thank God for the ministry that um, that is upon you for um, just, you know, what does life look like after being brokenhearted? What does life look, you know, especially coming from a place of like breakups and, and divorce, you know, what does, and I, I would even venture to say, um most women don't plan on being single moms and I I also think that that is another level of just um being broken hearted essentially because you have a plan and you think it's going to work out this way with this individual and it doesn't and you love your babies you love your life you wouldn't trade it um, but that also requires a level of healing as well. Um, and as I've mentioned, I am um, from a single mother home. So I know it firsthand, although I'm not a mother. And so I just encourage you guys to check out Sassy Fit Moms. Um, I, I, the ministry that Crystal has upon her life um, is definitely designed to have a support um, to be connected with you, she, you know, how talked about the ten friends and the nine that's willing to slash tires. They, they cool in their seasons, right? <laughs> they good. They have their seasons, but they are not for your broken hearted season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Connect with the ministry of sassy fit moms and develop that 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 one consistent voice in your life that I can I can I can be a testament to that's going to draw you back to the Father amen she's gonna point you right on back to the lord um to mend that broken heart to mend those broken expectations so we just thank you for taking the time to to hear our hearts hear our testimonies hear our stories amen and we hope that we are that voice that points you back to the father um we have given you numerous scriptures to reference but ultimately um, draw near to the one who is waiting for you. He is waiting for you to draw near to him and he will draw near to you. So we're going to close out in prayer.
0: And we thank you. Amen. All right. Father God, we just want to thank you Lord for allowing us to be here. Father God, for such a time as this, we are praying father God that for everyone who is under the sound of our voices, Father God, that they will, that what one, that just one thing that we have said will prick their heart, Father God, and that they will turn to you, Father God, because Lord, we cannot be filled. We cannot be whole. We cannot be fixed. We cannot, our hearts can't be mended through stuff in this world, Father God. Lord God, yes, we're going to go to to A, B, C. We're going to try to do all the things, Father God, before we come to you. But let us, Father God, just get in that position, that mindset, Father God, that we are going to come to you first and foremost. We are going to seek you you first, Father God, before anything else, Father God. And when we do seek you, Father God, when we do draw near to you, Father God, help us and just comfort us and remind us, Lord, that you will draw near to us, Lord God. We are asking you, Lord God, just to give us direction, give us wisdom, put people in our path father god that will help us lord god on our journey and that will not try to destroy us father god lord god for anybody who's listening right now god i pray god that you will just talk to us even in the midnight hour father god when 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 everything's quiet lord god and when we can't go to sleep at night father god that you will just speak to us lord god that we will not be tempted lord god to go to Uh, netflix or or youtube or whatever god or any type of entertainment lord god but that we will cry out to you father god in those times where the pain feels so unbearable and lord god we are praying right now for anybody who's even contemplating suicide right now Father lord god you know that when we deal with heart hurts lord god Wounds, spiritual, like not Thank spiritual, you. but 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 those emotional wounds, Father God, that we can feel as if it's unbearable, Lord God, that there's even this song, God, that that um beautiful girl. Um, that's why it would never work you know how the the, 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 the artist talks about how now he's suicidal mm. you know because you said it's over God we are believing right now God that you are going to touch everybody Father God uh, yes. that hears yes. this Lord that we would just bind up that spirit of ju- that that demon of suicide we bind up yes. those in thoughts right now Father God Jesus. in the name of Jesus Lord God we know that they really don't want to take their lives Lord God but they feel like this is the only resort this is the Jeez. last resort Lord God so that they that pain can go away Father God but right now God we are praying right now that their attempt at suicide that it will fail right now God we are praying God that someone will find them Lord God that someone will text them Lord God that someone will call them Lord that someone will stop by their house right now in the name of Jesus God we are praying God God, that people that in their lives that you will just touch them Lord that you will just give them supernatural discernment Lord just to Mm -hmm. check on them Father God we are asking you right now, just to cover them right now, like only you can, Father God. And we are asking you right now, Lord, to have your way. Have your way now. in Jesus' precious name. We pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening.
1: Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. We pray that you were blessed by um, the move of God. Listen, we know that um, it is important for us to pray for one another. So if you are in need of prayer, please feel free to email us at sistershelpingsisters757 at gmail.com. Again, that's sistershelpingsisters757 seven five seven at
0: gmail.com and you can also send a prayer request online if you go to our instagram page at from worn to well you just click on that link in our bio and you can just go ahead and fill out that prayer request and we will be praying for you so thank you everyone and we hope that hope you will join us for the next episode of from worn to well